If my words did glow in the cold of sunshine and my tunes were played on the harp unstrung, would you hear my voice come through the YouTube? If you knew a bear, I will take you there. I am a bear. Scandinavian but 25% Jew I am a bear and I love honey and lots and lots of salmon and friends who like to be funny there is a road that I have traveled on between Saranac Lake and lots of cities that I perform in and will you go to one of my shows I know I get canceled a lot but I will make take take it home la da 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 la da da by the Grateful Dead and it's really good because it's just awesome and it's also the same chords as a lot of blues songs uh, hello everybody welcome 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 to another show wow 300 people are already here it's only been under under two minutes that is a good sign the bear Jew getting a feedback on the mic. Can you turn down the gain a bit? Yeah, absolutely, bear Jew. Turn down that gain a bit. If I knew the way, let me. I'll look and see if it's peaking or something. How is my gain? Is it too loud? I turned it down. How does it sound? Let me know. I want to sound really good for my bros. Audio is loco. Audio drives me insane. I am a bear. Hi, everybody. Oh, I want to uh, give a shout out to the Clips channel. Owen Benjamin Clips channel, run by some really great people. Check that out. And uh, Nimmer hit a thousand, which is great. So he can now. Uh, make a little coin on his on his videos, which is a good a good thing for a, a vet with cancer, unless you're a heartless asshole. All right, let's uh, let's uh, have some stuff to talk about today. And by the way, uh, Minneapolis is sold out. I've gotten a bunch of messages saying that they really want to come. There there will be tickets available at the door. That's always what happens with a sellout. I don't oversell because I'm not Delta. But there's always going to be people that don't show up to every show you do. So if you just come, you can. Most likely get tickets if you uh, if you get there early, I guess. I don't know. And uh, Pittsburgh's still selling tickets. Got some great venues lined up uh, that I can use. I'm not announcing any venues because uh, for obvious reasons. But that's going to be an awesome show. One of the venues is pretty damn big, so 
we may have to really sell some tickets for that one because we've already sold a bunch. But uh, of course, the venues keep shifting, but it's an easy battle. I'm starting to see through the matrix on this baby. You just have to be up front, up top with the people. I didn't know I was going to be controversial when I booked this tour. My controversy is based on the dumbest, gayest shit. I mean, it's just, it's laughable how dumb this is. I've seen Zach Galifianakis, all these guys say these words on stage my entire career. I just, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's, um, it's all good. Human beings have gotten through much, much worse. <laughs> this is a great time to be alive. I'm actually feeling really good these days. And I think one of the reasons I'm feeling good today is because several people have reached out to me to say like that I'm they're worried about me and like I've lost my mind and all this stuff. And the more people reach out and the more I look into the people reaching out, some of them I love. Some of these people are like very good friends of mine that I, I would I would go to the moon and back for. And I know that they mean well. Uh, most of them are pretty depressed. And I'm starting to get a lot more closure in my mind, because I am I do have a pleaser mentality sometimes, every entertainer does, where I want people to be happy, I want people to like me, but I'm not going to cross certain ethical and moral lines to get their approval. And um, But the more I see that people pretty much, like this one guy today on Twitter, my to- oh, that's not, oh, that's not my screen, I thought it was on my tooth. This one guy today on Twitter kept telling me that I'm becoming this like tribal, political guy, and I'm like, Give me an example. And he couldn't. And then I went on his page and uh, his whole bio is just politics and aggression and stuff. And I'm like, projection is real, man. It's like people really do project. And uh, I had a good talk with a friend yesterday about a lot of this stuff. And we, I'm glad he called me. I'm glad we talked it out. Because it's like, it's weird how people's perception can get so skewed when they don't hear your voice. That's why I opened the show today with Ripple. Would you hear my voice come through the telephone? And you stopped putting your own feelings into my text back in the day. You would have thought it was funny. But since you're sad today, you think I'm the one who said the tone of my voice tells the story of where I'm at mentally, physically and emotionally. So yeah, I was looking back at old tweets of mine because I like to do a diagnostic on myself. I'm not just going to go with how I feel. I'm not a, I'm not a damn leftist. So I went back to like 2013, 2014, and I used to say the same shit. I didn't know as much about politics because it hadn't invaded my life as much. And there's a great quote, you can ignore politics, but politics can't ignore you or politics won't ignore you. I don't like politics, ladies and gentlemen. I can't stand these people. I, I, it, but the PC stuff, the first amendment stuff, the second amendment stuff, the, the child abuse stuff, the school stuff, uh, these things are all so related directly to my personal life and my ability to succeed as an entertainer, as an entertainer, as a father, as a husband, as a brother, as an American, as everything that 
you can't ignore this shit. You, like, you got to cut out tumors when you see them or else they become malignant. And this is the easiest possible time to fight political correctness. And I'm not going to base every show on that. I know it can probably get boring for a certain amount of you. Some of you can't get enough. Some of you need a change up. Some of you like happy stuff. Some of you like intense stuff. I get it. I'm just going to give you the, the best show I can give you. And uh, again, hugepianist.com for my new hour special and uh, tickets to the road. I'm going to start this off. I just kind of want to say hello to, to get over a certain amount of people. We're now over 600 people. Uh, so I want to show you guys the sketch that my brother and I made. It was called um, Sunshine Sam and the Bummer Bear. Because uh, my brother and I have made sketches a lot. This is the cool thing about me moving from Saranac Lake. Is it's reunited my brother and mine artistically. Because we did uh, something called Case Closed Beers Open. And it's mind-blowing how many people are fans of that show now when I'm on the road. You can get it on iTunes. It's a podcast. It's just audio. Our boy Cap, who's now passed away, uh, was in a bunch of the episodes. That's one of the reasons I think that it kind of started dying out. We stopped making them is because we were going to make uh, the case of uh, the missing Cap. And we, we uh, got the audio of a bunch of his friends at his funeral about where he could be. You know, whether it's Valhalla or, you know. And, it, and I, as I was, I'm the, I was the editor of it. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the nerdy brother. I'm the one, that, the tech one. And it got too sad. It, it was like I couldn't, I, I couldn't get through it. And that was pretty much the end of Case Close Beers Open. I, I would just be weeping at my computer listening to all this audio of Cap and his friends. Because the way that we would do the show is we would record real conversations while we'd be doing tree work. And, uh, and then we'd base this whole mystery around like the case of the missing shoes. And we'd only get paid in beer. It's real silly. There's no p politics. There's no um, culture war. There's no Twitter fights. It's, it's as simple and silly as you can possibly be. But uh, as we were shooting it, my friend, a vet who wasn't properly welcomed home or treated right, and uh, the op opioids got him and he died. And so, as I said earlier, you can ignore politics, but politics won't ignore you. And there's a certain level of innocence that you do lose when you become an adult male, especially, and female, but I can't speak for, for females, but I would be pathetic at 37 with a second child on the way if I only was like just happy-go-lucky comic guy. That would mean I was, I was living a, a very... In my opinion, a pathetic world. When I was 25, I could do that. And that's still old, given the whole world. Like what most people are doing at 25. I think I had a pretty late adolescence. Like I feel like I could retain a lot of my... Uh, just, I got a penis. Watch my penis go pee-pee. You know, like... But there's a time when you have to become a man of society. And fight for what you believe in. And try to scrap and claw as best as you can... To give the next generation the same freedoms that you had. And that's what makes you a man. But here's a little, uh, I can also do silly stuff. And the fact that I'm leaving, me and my brother are appreciating each other even more now. And, uh, and I'll still be coming back all the time. And where we're moving is looking like it's, it's really, really cool. And um, really good farmland. Really good uh, soil. I want to uh, have goats and ducks and chickens, and I want to grow a lot more food. And this area is just gorgeous. And uh, deep sea fishing, 
I don't want to reveal too much, but it's like you can catch like giant salmon, like right there. Which to me, I just I get I get so excited thinking about the least I need from a system that I no longer trust. Okay, so here is me and my brother. All I'm saying is Vietnam spread more communism to the United States than uh than anything we could have done. Oh, Barry, I'll start again, but the, so we're doing tree work yesterday, and so we just started shooting this. All I'm saying is Vietnam spread more communism to the United States than, uh, than anything we could have done. Fighting that war was a disaster. TripAdvisor, the Vietnam is a pretty sweet place to visit now. I think good restaurants and great biking. How crazy uh, is it? Oh, Auschwitz? wait, 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 wait. Gotta start again. I, I, I put the wrong video in there. Give me one second, Bears. One second, my Bears. Uh, let me see here. It's the wrong video. I had two of them up. Okay, let's try this. All I'm saying is Vietnam spread more communism to the United States than, uh, than anything we could have done. Fighting that war was a disaster. TripAdvisor, the Vietnam is a pretty sweet place to visit now. Good restaurants. One second, guys. Great biking. How crazy is Auschwitz? Damn it, Man, I don't want to ruin it. Victor Frankl is one of the greatest books I've ever... All right, give me a second, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. You guys, I'm, I'm really, I'm really sorry that this is happening. Alright, Sunshine Bear. Hey, you know what? I'm really sorry right now that, that this is like so chaotic sometimes. But I named, I named, this, I named, alright, here we go. I got it. That's a big boy. I'm gonna make it a little smaller. That right there is a big boy. All I'm saying is Vietnam spread more communism to the United States than, uh, than anything we could have done. Fighting that war was a disaster. TripAdvisor, the Vietnam is a pretty sweet place to visit now. Good restaurants and great biking. How crazy is Auschwitz? Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl is one of the greatest books I've ever read. That book changed my life. You know we're all going to die one day. Yeah, that's what makes the days when you're not dead even better. I stubbed my toe a lot. <sighs> My penis gets really small in the cold. But it feels so good when it gets bigger in the heat, right? This hood barely covers my ears. I'm gonna have to pick all that up. It's so good! Feel how good it is! When I wear socks, I can't feel my feet very much. Man, I'm sweating my ass off. Cardio. That coffee got me real jittery. You know, the one at the gas station single with three kids, you know, if you know about the coffee, she might not have a job. So maybe you should get some more coffee. Now that my penis is warm, it's too big for my pants. Shorts. It's too damn sunny today. I know those apples are going to taste so good. Blossoms are coming out. This road's too squiggly. 30? Why not 60? We can go 60. Woohoo! This is way too fast. So that's just a funny little sketch. We're going to do a lot more of those. We're going to do uh, Bernard. He's going to be a character. <laughs> so stupid. All right, let's, uh, let's look at some other stuff. 
All right, over 700 people. This is so cool. It's like I'm I'm not only am I not depressed or like bummed, I'm I'm so honored and thankful that this has become my career. This has always been my dream. I just never knew that it was even possible to just wake up, research stuff in the morning, write with my buddy Crowder. Like today, like we wrote some great stuff this morning. Uh, I just got to play with my boy. We played piano together. Uh, I'm going to do this. As soon as this is over, I'm going to do a call-in show with Tom Woods, the Tom Woods Show, Big Libertarian Podcast. And uh, then I'm going to hang out with my brother and Guck. Uh, tomorrow I'm doing tree work at for this brewer. We're going to talk about uh, unbearable beer. It's like, it, it's heaven, guys. If I seem intense, it's literally because I'm fighting. My life couldn't be better. It, like I, I couldn't even imagine how I could make it better. And that's one of the reasons I fight so hard is because there really is threats to my children and my loved ones. And I, I'm just going to fight them because I have enough now. All right. So this is pretty funny. So I just want to show you guys also that the bike theft problem. I don't know about other countries, but in America, there's a lot of bike thieving going on. When I was nine, a black guy stole my bike. And there's been a lot of controversy around that. Uh, a lot of controversy. I mean, that, that happened in 1989 and people are still talking about it in newspapers and how I phrase it and, you know, how I feel about the bike being stolen. Nobody, there has been no detectives like my brother and I, like Case Closed Beers Open, going out the case of the missing bike. That's never happened. No one seems to give a darn about my, about my bike. But I wanted to show that it isn't just a, uh, a black on white problem. There's also black victims of, of bike theft. Uh, like this was in the news today. All right, Juju Smith, a receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. His bike got stolen. Why have people got to be like that? And his video is adorable. Like the, I, I love this guy. He's so funny. He's just walking to practice. He's like, man, my bike got stolen. It's It makes me an instant fan of this guy. All right, so the saga continued. So now Antonio Brown said, uh, return Juju's bike. I've got two tickets to a Steelers home game for whoever returns Juju's bikes to the Steelers facilities. And here's a picture, I believe, of Juju and his bike. Uh, Juju had to walk home. Think about this. This is a multi-million dollar, like, genetic, genetically superior man. Like, literally one of the, just one of the fucking gladiators of uh, our, our country, and uh, he has to walk home, like probably in cleats, you know, just walk home without his bike. <laughs> and so then, his bike has been found. Here it is. The bike belonging to Juju is at the Mount Oliver Police Department after someone turned it in last night. Hashtag KDKA at Steelers. So he got his bike back. And that's that's the point I really want to make with that is uh, the bike issue is not about race. It's about class. It's about money. Unfortunately for little Owen, I didn't know Antonio Smith. And I didn't have access to the Steelers home games. So no one gave a, a gosh darn about my bike. But Juju here. Look at him. The bike's been found. And I feel so happy for this guy. I mean, I've always wanted to be able to tweet that. I've waited my whole life to tweet my bike has been found. And 53,402 other people liked it. And they said, so happy for you, Juju. 
his bike has been found. But again, it's just like uh, Antonio Smith put out that word. That's why this isn't a race issue, ladies and gentlemen. It is an issue that has to do with being friends with Antonio Smith. And I was friends with a deaf kid named Dana, a guy named Pat, and my neighbor who shot me in the face with a BB gun and a piece of glass got lodged in my eye for three days. I had to wear a patch like a little gay pirate. Kids at school used to say, kick the pirate, and they kicked me in the shin. Kick the gay pirate. So none of those kids could help me get my bike back at all. But Juju was friends with Antonio Smith, so he got his bike back. That's why I want everyone to know that the bike issue, it affects black people as much as it affects white people. It's just rich black people can get their bike back pretty easily with uh, social media and uh, their, their friendship with uh, other influential blacks. Now, the thief of the bike, I would guess, I would say 90% chance it was a black guy. Because Puerto Ricans usually steal uh, cars and the whites usually steal money. <laughs> the whites usually steal money. The Puerto Ricans steal cars and the blacks steal bikes. That's, that's just statistically what I've seen and, and uh, that's pretty much what it is. I'd say 95% odds it was a black guy who stole the bike. Because if he had a car... Let's say 70% Puerto Rican, depending on, oh, Pittsburgh. I don't know. I don't know who that would have been. But if someone steals your 401k, I got a booger, I think. If someone steals your 401k, that's probably a white. Uh, Whites like to steal money with calculators. Uh, Blacks like to steal money with like a big rock or like a, a sword. No, not a sword. Check this out. This was hilarious. This, like, people don't think that soy really hurts people the way it does. Like, everyone knows high fructose corn syrup makes you fat. But soy makes you gay. (laughs) Just look at these two pictures. I mean, look at that guy on the right. That guy on the right would have been the guy on the left if it wasn't for his soy consumption. And he just became gay. Like, soy makes you gay. All right, here's a quick uh, little story that I wouldn't mind talking about. Uh, I think that's the one. Did I add another one? Fake news. Malaysia is said to make fake news illegal. People who spread fake news on social media or at a digital publication could be liable for $123,000 fine, face up to six years in prison after the anti-fake news bill passed in the Malaysian parliament. Uh, Yeah, so that is why I hate political correctness. And I'll tell you exactly why I hate political correctness, because it's not what you think it is. That's obviously censorship. That's top-down government censorship of the press. But the reason I hate political correctness is because they did it with words that will get through stupid people's brains. They're making fake news illegal. Their definition of fake news is simply any news they don't like. And look at how it it doesn't register with people. Okay, like here's this woman. Six years jail for maliciously spreading fake news applies to foreigners too. By the way, just retweeting something puts you in jail. Here, this is Malaysia. This is one of the the only uh, majority Muslim countries that people will cite as a country that isn't constantly at war or committing genocide. So this is actually like a pretty good country compared to a lot of other Muslim majority countries. It's, it's, a, it's typically the example of a peaceful Muslim 
dominant country and it's uh it's still a top-down authoritarians uh six years jail for maliciously spreading fake news applies to foreigners too the term fake news has quickly become part of the standard repertoire of leaders in authoritarian countries to describe media reports and organizations critical of them that's kind of a shot at trump and this is this is the stupid thing if trump made cnn illegal i would fight it with the same fervor that i fight any pc thing Donald Trump should not make CNN illegal, nor is he trying to make CNN illegal. He's simply pointing out that it's bullshit, which it is. This bullshit, this is why people are like, oh, you're obsessed with the left. You're obsessed with the right has problems too. Of course it does. But it's like a cut versus AIDS. It's The left is so much worse on anything that has to do with uh, individual liberty and, and freedom. It's not even close. So let's talk about like, if Trump tried to make CNN, so if you turned on CNN, you went to jail for six years. That's what Malaysia is doing. But when they say fake news, there will be a chunk of leftists that are so stupid that they can't see past the short term. That's why I just prefer people that are principled. And at one point, the left could be principled. And it no longer is possible because their principles shift constantly. It's kind of like I don't... Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to get sidetracked. I promised myself I wouldn't get sidetracked. But fake news is a meaningless statement. And it could be used by authoritarians just as easily as it can be used by Trump or it can be used by critics of Trump. So if people make fake news illegal, all you're doing is giving the power to a small amount of people and that will change drastically in a very short amount of time. The difference between the revolutionary rhetoric and reality is it happens like in months sometimes. Like for, I have a great example of it. I want I like giving examples so it's not just like my feelings. When Lenin uh, and the Bolsheviks and Trotsky, when they took over Russia uh, in the uh, October Revolution, the Tsar, Tsar Nicholas II, had prisons and there were political prisons, but they were called prisons. They were literally called prisons and they were relatively humane. Like you could walk, you could go for walks in the prison. Uh, relatives could visit you in the prison and there were political prisoners, which is wrong. Well, as an American, I feel it's wrong. That's in my morality. That's wrong. If someone disagrees with you politically, you can't put them in jail. Like I wouldn't put Anderson Cooper in jail. That's why I'm so for words, because I just get to say that he's wrong all the time. If, if freedom of speech goes away, then yeah, you probably have to put these people in jail because you can't criticize them. Anyway, so when Lenin and Trotsky took over, they said that they would abolish the czar prison. They said that there would not be any more uh, political prisoners and that it would be of the people for the people. And uh, everyone rejoiced because all the people that criticized the czar could now do it openly and not go to prison. <clears throat> How long do you guys think that lasted? And what do you think they did to, to get around that? <clears throat> it's pretty fascinating. And it's what political correctness is designed for. It's you just change the words. So instead of political prison, they called it a political isolator. When I was in school, they would put me in in-school suspension, but they called it isolation. Uh, that's that's what political correctness does. You take a word and you just change the, the wording 
And so now you're not getting rid of prisons. So instead of uh, political prisons under the czar, which is a lot clearer language, it's now a political isolator. And, and could you take walks? Could you have your family visit you? No. Uh, as depicted in the Gulag Archipelago, you went to Siberia and you cut down trees in the wilderness uh, 18, 20 hours a day, seven days a week until you died. It was uh, pretty much an execution camp. <clears throat> Women would be in a separate political isolator where they would be routinely and constantly raped by the guards who then would end up in their own gulag based on whatever wave of paranoia Stalin felt. So my point being, whatever liberty or freedom you give up to someone because you, you trust the government at that moment, imagine your worst enemy using the same power. So right now, any Trump supporter that would support Trump making any news illegal, picture Obama having the same power. Never make news illegal because then it's over. So let's say Trump, let's say Trump gets to ban CNN, gets to ban the Washington Post. Uh, okay, who's next? So let's say the Democrats take over in four years. Now it's Nancy Pelosi. She makes Breitbart illegal. She makes the Daily Wire illegal. She makes Crowder and me illegal. She makes every all of us illegal. We go to prison. Okay. Then the Republic, like you see that that's the end of democracy. I'm all about calling CNN fake news. I'm all about, I even think that he, Trump should be allowed to not let them in certain press briefings. It's your party. It's your house. You don't have to let people in for shit. But once it's the same with guns, like the gun control under uh, control, confiscation. I got to stop using these Marxist words. Gun control. That's another funny one. Gun control. No, it's a confiscation. It's gun confiscation. It's, got, it's making guns illegal. It's not control. That's absurd. But it's easy to fall into these, these word traps. But so all the leftists under Obama probably thinks, well, we trust Obama. We want the guns away from our enemies. Let's let him ban guns. Okay, Trump gets elected. You want Trump with the same power? No, you don't. Then you want to, okay, now with Trump, uh, let's say he gets to decide who's mentally ill. Do you want the next guy with the same power? And on and on and on. You all, that's why I, I'm drawn more to conservatism and libertarianism. Not the Libertarian Party. I think they're pretty insane at this point. But the, the, the original concept of libertarianism as well as conservatism because you have to figure out what you believe and stick with it. No matter what. Even if it hurts. Even if you get ostracized. Even if uh, you get rejected from anything, because that's the only way out of this. That's the only way out. You can't keep shifting and changing what you believe based on power and money and, and social approval, or else it's the gulags you go. And we're on the verge. We're right there. There's a lot of really scary stuff happening, but we can overcome it just simply by fighting for just First Amendment, Second Amendment, and everything else is... That will just, as long as we all know those two, just those two, that's all I ask for. It, after that, debate and yell and scream and, and whatever you want. But First Amendment, Second Amendment, that will ensure that we don't have a genocide. If you can speak and if you can defend yourself, because murder is already illegal. So gun bans don't stop murder. And you can't keep guns out of people's hands. I could make a gun 
this afternoon with a 3D print, uh, printer. You can make one make out of that. Th- like my, my brother-in-law is an engineer. And so he has a 3D printer. He makes all kinds of stuff for us. You can make one out of plastic that could go through a uh, metal detector that could shoot off maybe one, maybe two rounds before it disintegrates. But there's metal 3D printers that you can make any type of gun you want. And if you have a buddy with a, a metal shop with any skills at all, you can make an automatic grenade launcher if, in an afternoon. So criminals that don't care about murder aren't going to care about gun bans. And uh, so that's why it's all about not giving the government any more money ever. Not money, uh, uh, freedom. I mean, money would be nice too, but or else you end up like this. This is what soy does. Soy makes your ass uh, look like a, a damn unicorn cum shot. And uh, the right is also capable of censorship and PC stuff as well. It's just, I haven't seen it in a while. And uh, it was never this egregious. You know, sometimes I say like, like I'll be like, damn it, fuck. And I'll have like super right wing guys just be like, hey man, do you have to say damn it? I'm like, yeah, I'll say whatever I want, dude. It's like, I don't think uh, God really cares, man. I don't think he, I think he cares about intention. Because, and that's, and, and, and the PC thing, once you understand the PC stuff, you, everything becomes very clear because the roadmap is right there. It's so obvious. It just unfolds. It's just whatever word they're trying to shift is what they're up to. Like, for example, in Soviet Russia, when they made political prisons, political isolators. If you said political prison, you went to, the, you went to prison because they said it's isolator. That's, 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 a, that's a, a, an offensive word. I'm dead serious. This has all happened over and over and over and over again. Like, do you think that that uh, that Malaysia, like, if you if you call something fake news, that just means that the central government doesn't like it. All right. So then we get to the the big bad word that keeps getting me uh, keeps getting all this controversy around me to the point where like, I know that I'm being talked about in circles that I have no way of knowing about when, when just random people from my past will text me like, are you okay, man? I've heard, I've heard you've lost your mind. You know, people say crazy things about you, but I support you because I know you're good. I'm like, dude, you, you're just a, you're a guy from Denny's that I gave my number to. Um, so I could get you a free ticket like eight years ago. Like, dude, who is talking about me? And, um, it's all because of one word and my hair looks, I look like a lesbian Wolverine again. But the word reveals the secret. And of course, the secret is we have to have a black victim narrative to justify the welfare state, which has failed worse than any government program in the history of the world and human beings. It failed so bad that, I mean, read, read Thomas Sowell, Black Redneck, White Liberal. Please read it. Just read the book. It's written by a black man who's 82 from Harlem. So don't think that it's right wing white nationalist propaganda because it absolutely isn't. He went to uh, University of Chicago, Stanford. He's uh, used to be a Marxist when he was in college. He's one of the most brilliant human beings. He almost played for the Dodgers. He's funny. He's just a genius. And he broke down the culture of, of black, redneck, white. You just, just read it and the history of it and just how much the welfare state destroyed uh, the black family. And, and, and just created this, this prison industrial complex. And it's, it's so obvious once you see it. And that's why we have to have this constant and tedious myth of, um, 
all these boogeyman white people in the in the woods just at any moment ready to, to lynch somebody. And there's been black people that have experienced ungodly amounts of racism and bigotry in their life, most of which was caused by the U.S. government. Uh, Jim Crow was a government program. Uh, the Fugitive Slave Act, that was all tax money. There was one, only 1.6% 1 of the white population in the Deep South in 1850 owned slaves. 1.6%. Think about that. And, and everybody had to pay taxes so that people could be hired to bring their slaves home. They hated slavery. A lot of the Deep South hated slavery. And then when the Civil War happened and you have uh, Sherman's March to the Sea and he said he'd make Georgia howl. That's called genocide, ladies and gentlemen. He killed a lot of women and children, burned their farms to the ground, sharecroppers, not, not slave owners. And the South didn't forget that. And they've never trusted the, the federal government since. And... Uh, and that is my point, that this isn't an issue of, of racism. There isn't some, listen, white people can be crazy. I'm not this big, look how great white people are guy at all. That's why sometimes those guys kind of piss me off. It's like World War I and World War II are two of the craziest things that's ever happened on planet Earth. And it was white people lining up in ditches, just killing each other for nothing. And that to me is, is crazy. I mean, they didn't steal any bikes. Like, there was no stolen bikes. They paid for their bikes. But the amount of bloodshed and horror and just years of just, ugh. Anyway, I got more stuff to talk about. I want to talk about fractals in nature. And uh, let me read a couple super chats. We're going to do a little music. Good times. Uh, Chaosity, that's hilarious. Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's wicked funny. Fun fact. Oh, Coddington Bear, that's wicked funny. Fun fact, World War I was started with a tweet. That's so true. that The assassination of Archduke uh, Ferdinand may as well have been a tweet. It's so true. Uh, let's talk about World War I in a second, too. Oh, there's over 1,000 people. Man, see, maybe I don't tell you guys how honored and happy I am enough. Because I am, like, extremely. I'm not... There's been times... Man, I remember... Years ago, years and years ago, this one uh, girl wrote me uh, an email that uh, she had just seen me on TV or something, and she was like, "It's so happy to see your 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 head is better because uh, when I met you, I remember we came back to your your place and uh, you had broken glass on the ground, and you, and your friend had just died, and you you just started you just <laughs> you were really sad that night, but you were really funny." And she's like, it's good to see you happy. And and it's like, I've been through, life is a series of overcoming stuff, you know? And it's like, people have this way of, of consolidating my life and, and boiling it down. And I'm not a narcissist. I don't think people typically are talking about me that much. I really don't. But these days, they actually are. It's like, it's almost like schizophrenic paranoia when people think that everyone's looking at them, like there's eyes everywhere. One of the best sketches of all time is Christopher Walken with googly eyes. It's like, I put the eyes on the leaf. So the plant, look, the googly eyes. Like that's almost like a joke about schizophrenia. But when you're, when you're famous, like, I've, like when you go out with Adam Sandler or Vince Vaughn, like somebody mega famous, people look at you as if like you're living a world of a schizophrenic. Where everywhere you walk, people are just, hey, 
And and I remember just being like, this is tedious for these guys. But um, lately, people are talking about me a lot. People are, you know, I'm becoming this like infamous character in certain circles in, in the entertainment industry where it's like, did you hear about what Owen said? Or And half of it isn't true and half of it is not only true, but I, I'm proud of it. Um, and I just, maybe I sometimes rant hard or like get the people going, but it's what I feel and it's what I do and it's what I've always been like. And, and a lot of these people that I was friends with for the last 10 years have seen me in such worse places, but they, they don't, they don't see it the same way. Like they just boil down my life to this happy go lucky person who was always just making people laugh and drinking and high five and didn't have a care in the world. Some of these guys, I want to be like, bro, you don't remember when I've been like a mess, like just a mess, like what I was. And I don't know. They just don't, I guess they just don't remember. And these days, my mother, my wife, my brother all say it's the happiest I've ever been in my life. And then I'll have people that have kind of known me off and on, but more based on what comedy I'm doing or how many power. I've always had very powerful people approve of me in my career. And I think people associate that with happiness where it's like when I'd be out and I'd be out with like a professional fighter and a movie star and like there'd be just women all over the place and uh, people would be like, oh, that's Owen's really happy. And then nowadays I'm like in the woods just ranting about socialism uh, and they're like, he's really sad. It's like, no, I'm free. I was, I, I was so much more sad then. Like there would be times when I would just, just want to leave or want to quit or while I was doing really well in Hollywood. I'm like, these people are fucking insane. Uh, and you could see it in my face. You know, I was fatter when I was 25 than I am now. I'm 37 with another kid on the way. Like when you have kids on the way, when you're always around a pregnant woman and you have a little kid and you don't always sleep enough and stuff and your metabolism slows down a little in your 30s, it's so easy to, to get dad bod. And it's like I was fatter at 25 because I was just drinking way more. I, was, uh, I wasn't exercising. I was just, but I was getting put in movies. I was being approved of. And I just, it's very bizarre to me. And that's why I think so many people that seem to think that I'm like, so like, are you okay? I'm like, are you okay? Because I haven't heard from you. Like when my son was born, you didn't say congratulations. It's only when you see a chink in my armor, even though it's not really a chink in my armor, but you perceive a chink in my armor, you're going to come act like my friend. It's like one guy yesterday really is my friend. I'm, but I'm not talking about that guy. That guy's awesome. But a lot of these people, it's just, I don't understand where the hell they're coming from. All right, here we go. Let's read some super chats. And then I got more to talk about and piano. Good morning, Big Bear. Might be verified. Ago Agawatea. Grangero. Grandheado Bear. Yeah, but I'm never going to be able to say that. So that's more for you. Perhaps AG Bear. Full name for when I'm in trouble. Love it. Welcome, AG Bear. Owen, what's your PL box? I want to send you something. Uh, 12 0 Four, Saranac Lake, New York, one, two, nine, eight, three. Just check. I think it's in the description here. I'll open another box too at the end of this. Hey, Big Bear, I'm shadow banned because of a meme of a shark stepping on a Lego. <laughs> I call bullshit. Just wanted to say I love your uh, vid with your bro and you give me lots of good thoughts and warm vibes. Thank you, brother. 
And there's a lot worse things than being shadow banned. I've been shadow banned now for a year. Can you play Tuesday's Gone? Also, is Right to Bear Arms taken? Yeah, I could play a little Tuesday's Gone for you. Uh, welcome, right to, right to Bear Arms. Let's see. Uh, I'll just play a real quick snippet and then get back to some more chats and more good stuff. I like this song. song really good song hey Owen, i've been a fan for a few months and it's been great seeing you settle from the chaos into a better life and career by the way the way uh by the way the way can i be officially be bare arms yeah because there's bare arms and then there's right to bare arms yeah you guys can have different ones thank you by the way robert hey Owen, doing my first open mic tomorrow any advice i'll send the video to the comedy gmail uh yeah i'll give you advice i'll do a stream about it just, uh, just be funny. Have fun. I know it sounds obvious, and that's what everyone says, and they're like, but you don't... Uh, just trust me. I do understand. It's some of the best times of your life sometimes. Like, when you first start cracking these these jokes, you're going to love it. Oh, some people tweeted me some funny jokes. One was, uh, why are... How do you know that an elephant's sex organs are in their feet? Because when, when they step on you, you're fucked. Another one was, uh, someone's daughter told him this. They said, I'm a, uh, I'm a vegan, not because I love animals, but I hate vegetables. <laughs> Amber, I'm 26 and I can't be just happy-go-lucky, but I'm happier with my life I have than if I was a normal, immature 26-year-old. Of course, there's a real happiness that comes from purpose, which comes from responsibility that a lot of people don't get to experience when they just want constant social approval and the avoidance of problems. And some people say like, oh, you're obsessed. But yeah, in my lifetime, I've never imagined that we could be 21 trillion in debt and debating the First and Second Amendments. Those are fundamental. And so, yeah, it's one thing if I was just constantly obsessed with like the state legislature doing some shit. But 
it's fundamental things that that lead to our American freedom and happiness and not happiness, the right to pursue happiness. God knows we can't be happy for more than moments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bummer Bear is my favorite. Oh, hang on. How did you like that Fitbit joke with the addition? I loved it, Badge Bear. Yeah, I'm doing a 30, 30 second mile. Pokey Brash. Bummer Bear is my favorite. Sounds like he might cheer up in the evergreen state. Pale-faced bear. Bummer Bear is hilarious. Well, my brother's usually the Bummer Bear. But some. But th- that's the thing. We flip back and forth. Like some days, he's just super into like, what's the point of any of this? And other days, he's like, yeah, well, you know, if it wasn't for Auschwitz, I wouldn't have my favorite book, Man Search for Meaning. <laughs> and so we're just going to start doing a bunch of those videos. I'm going to do a bunch of those because... A thing that my buddy told me yesterday that I do agree with is that I should do more comedy. I don't think people understand how much comedy I produce. Two hour specials in six months, guys. That's unheard of. Unheard of. People think it's nuts when Louie was doing an hour a year and that he went too fast. I've done two in six months. I do live streams every day. Uh, I do sketches. Think about all the stuff I've done with Crowder. Think about all this. It's that it, it just seems like I'm not, I, I sometimes do more, um, political tweets or live streams simply because I just produce a lot. I'm just a producer. If you look at the Pareto principle, I'm one of the farmers that you shouldn't kill in, um, in a government takeover. So because I'm not into the scarcity principle. I think it's a little manipulative of your audience where you like hold back on purpose so that people uh, get freak out more when you do tweet something or do something. I don't like doing that. I think that that's like a, a weird move that almost like bad fathers do where it's like they're, they're real distant. So their kid tries harder. It's like, no, that's not me at all. I just, if I think it's something funny, I want to share it. And my wife makes me charge for the specials. But other than that, I just... I'm like, take it, run with it, have it. I just want you to have the thoughts because a tweet can't hurt you guys. A tweet can't hurt you. When people go, you tweet so much. And it's sometimes they're so antagonistic. It's like a thought, a thought. It's a tweet. Sign off. I love it. I think it's a great way for I, where I learn so much more about the outside world and my, what I believe and my ethics and stuff. And it's a tweet, guys. Tweets can change the world, but tweets are also simply tweets. And, uh, yeah, it's just a fucking tweet, guys. We all have to grow up. We all have to see an animal die in real life to really remember what, what we're facing in this reality. Uh, yeah, welcome, Pale Face Bear. Is that how brother is in real life? Yeah, but it switches back and forth. He's, all, he's, just, he's just fun. And we had a dark time for a few months, to be honest with you. And now it's back. We're back to being... Uh, just so tight and it's just, it's a blast. It's a blast. I love that dude so much. And, uh, he's so funny. And now that the controversy in my town has pretty much died away, I don't, I don't feel like doing sketches with him puts him in any like weird light because so many people in my town have my back that it's like hilarious. Like that, that controversy over the word that should never be told because it will unravel the secrets of the state. (laughs) <laughs> there's so much pressure on that word and I know exactly why but you can never explain it on Twitter I've realized anyway 
uh, so many people are so against what the backlash was to me that I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say whatever, but there's been so many businesses that are like, get, they're like, here, just take some shit. We support you. Like we have your back more than you can ever know. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. All right, uh, Adam, I'll fight and kill the devil for you, buddy. But in case I fail, I'll see you in heaven. That's awesome. Field of Bears, bike thieves don't remember the socialism always ends in starvation. John said, yeah, and Field of Bears wanted to uh, to talk about the history of the education system in America today. There's a great book. I, I wanted to, uh, I read a great book on, on the education. Oh, I don't have, I can't, I won't be able to find it this quick. I don't want to make you sit, but. There's a lot of great books on it. It's it's really fascinating just how worse it's gotten. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I just uh, just kind of snotted on myself. I just brewed the bear beer. Don't step on my toes. Oh, yeah, no. Brew that bear beer, brewing bear. Let's get it going. There's no stepping on toes here, buddy. We're going to do a bunch of different types of uh, beer. We're going to do... Um, you guys will be able to name a bunch of them, like a socialism beer. Like all the themes that we have. Not a cult. Just any of this shit. Like, and you guys can do personal beers. I want to do... Because I think that our our visual... Where the hell has Kiwi Bear been lately, by the way? Has anyone seen Kiwi Bear? But like Artling and all you guys. There's so many of you guys do such... Um, do such uh, great art and great visuals that I think we could do such... Such like killer uh, labeling on our beers. Oh, Kiwi Bear sleeping. Oh, yeah. I, ever since I've been going at 11, she can't join. I'm making a meme for you, Owen. Yeah, memes are the shit, man. Memes are the shit. P.S. The way you signed off yesterday was classic. You were on Fuego. Got me all revved up, happy, and ready to face my adversities. Thank you. Yes, and this is what I face now. Is When I do stuff like that, like I'll get all these texts and calls and stuff like, we're worried about you. We're worried. It's like, I'm worried about you for not facing your own demons. Like when I do that shit, it's not anger. It's 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 a lo- it's a love for life. It's a it's a passion for life. It's a commitment to my family and my community. It's not anger. Anger to me is that quiet, resentful. Oh, I was having a good Twitter conversation with someone about the difference between sidetrack. Don't do it, Owen. Don't do a three-hour stream. Let's stay focused. All right. Thinking about piano lessons for my son. Any advice? Uh, just play with him. Like, like, make it fun. Make it something that you guys can share. Because my father sang opera. So it was something that we could do together. And I think a lot of times little kids just want to uh, do stuff with their dads. And uh, just make it fun for them. Too strict only works if you're Korean. And I don't think Kika Bear is Korean. It doesn't sound Korean. But if you're Korean, you can just like beat them until playing. But then, you know... Your dick gets really small. There's a lot of problems when you when you when you become uh, too Korean with the piano. Scott, I'm heartened by you not backing down to the politically correct fascist. I sure hope you kick ass in Pittsburgh. Keep fighting. You are making your kids better by example. Oh, thank you so so much. And uh, Joe, who directed my hour special, just got done with a bunch of work, and he's down to shoot a bunch of sketches. He's like, man, let's let's kick into gear. So. We're going to start making a lot more sketches and a lot more stuff like that. And um, Pittsburgh is not only on, we may be looking at a big venue. So get tickets at a huge pianist.com. And Kirkland, we have a backup. 
we're already got another one that I'm just not going to say until the week of. Uh, HugePianist.com in Washington. And then, um, of course, Minneapolis is sold out, but there will be tickets available at the door because I don't oversell because I am not Delta. I don't believe in that. I don't like overselling. Because you're always going to get... Most people will sell 300 if it's 250 because you're always going to get people that don't show up. But I, I don't, I hate when airplanes do that. Like I hate when airplanes do that. So I'm never going to be Delta. Like when they do that, when they do that. Oh, well, I think the future is going to be speakeasy bears. Me and my brother were talking about a business idea, but we both suck at business. Oh, a bear wrote me yesterday. Sorry for not writing back about helping with business stuff, but just it doesn't get me going you know it doesn't it doesn't get me going like uh business winning does though like beating people that i think are bad <laughs> so that's why i'm like have these ideas but um like we buy warehouses in soy and soy heavy cities soy like uh because i ha- i'd have no problem in texas oklahoma um south carolina I mean, there's just no problem. Most of Pennsylvania, most of Michigan. Uh, but it's like Portland, Burlington, now Pittsburgh. And a lot of these cities, uh, you can get cheap warehouses because if they're not developed, you uh, like you could buy a warehouse in Detroit for like 10 grand. No joke. What if we had, my brother was like, instead of warehouses, they're called when houses. It's like when you have a show. That That's just funny. I don't know if that can really be put into practice, but like, I think the future could be like speakeasy comedy clubs where it's like, listen, we do comedy here. That's like normal comedy from back in the day. And we're not going to kneel. Someone tweeted me yesterday. I tweeted it out that, uh, they went in to see a show at second city. And there was a list of all the topics you couldn't talk about because they don't support hate speech. That's insane. And this is not some dude from a bunker in Idaho. This is someone going to Second City to watch comedy. And they were like, this is nuts. And a lot of people do. That's why I leave my DMs open. I don't get to see very many of them. But the ones I do see, if I ever tweet them out, I won't include your name or your face or anything. It's just little uh, snippets of uh, reality. Because so many people are living lives of what Upton Sinclair uh, called quiet desperation. It was originally by Thoreau. Thoreau originally said that, but Upton Sinclair used it more recently. But a living a life of quiet desperation where they can't say what they want to say because they'll be in like trouble at school or at their job or something. So uh, they tell me and then I tell them and they feel a catharsis because thousands and thousands of people will now see what they go through. And that feels good for people. It's almost like a leftist confession. It's like, this is what I have to go through. It's like, all right, I'll tell the people. It's like the opposite. Uh, all right, here we go. Scott, I'm heartened by you. Oh, I read that one. Truth bomb. Ever noticed that Hog's head looks like an immature soybean? Yes. There's a lot of soy images with that little bastard. That kid sucks. He's so young that like, I, I do have compassion for him because when I was 17, who knows? If, if enough candy's dangled in front of you, who knows what you, get, what you do when, when you have, you just experience trauma and you have a, uh, an unquenchable need for fame. You'll say anything. It's almost like CNN is are like the captors. He has like Stockholm syndrome, and now he's just a puppet. He's literally out there doing, doing real fascist work. I've been watching Owen for a bit now. Figured I would drink the Kool Aid, even though it is not a cult. How does one officially become a bear? You get yourself a bear name. 
Throw a little bear in your Twitter handle. Not necessary, but preferred. And, uh, and just start joining in. And the reason you'll know it's not a cult is because there aren't rules. Except for... Uh, no, there really isn't any rules because there's no rules. I don't know. The other bears will fucking tell you all about it. It's just a place... It's just a place. All right, what do we got here? Billy. Dead serious, two Puerto Ricans stole my dad's car. They uh, decorated it with stickers after they stole it and crashed it the next day like 30 miles away. There was an article about it in my local news site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puerto Ricans steal a lot of cars. I'm not making this up. Black dudes steal a lot of bikes and white people steal a lot of money. Everybody steals some shit and cultures just get good at different shit. All right. I was once a man trapped in a woman's body. Then I was born, Rocket Bear. That's hilarious. That's super funny, dude. I was once a man trapped in a woman's body, then I was born. That's so funny. Lesbian Wolverine versus Tranny Bane, who wins? Tranny Bane. Tranny Bane wins. Because Lesbian Wolverine doesn't have his weapons. Because uh, Lesbian Wolverine, like his claws aren't sharp. They've been clipped. And they have like Subaru sticker. Like they have like coexist stickers on them and shit. Tranny Bane. Trannies can be fucking ferocious fighters. Depending on what hormones they're on. Uh, correction. CNN is very fake news. It is. CNN is fake news. But it shouldn't be made illegal. Ever. You gotta follow the same rules that you abide by or else the world be, uh, falls into chaos. The whole reason conservatives, I believe, are right and libertarians are right. Not the Libertarian Party again. They're insane people. But, uh, is because you have to just figure out what you think and just believe it through hard bullshit. Where it's like, I hate CNN. I watch CNN and I'm like, fuck CNN. And uh, and uh, uh, I would never want it banned. I would never want it censored. No, you have to follow the same rules that you want people to follow from you. Like, Someone actually, someone was obviously trying to be snarky and shitty, but it was actually a good point. I, when, I, when I made fun of Patton Oswalt for that joke about child rape, someone said, um, well, so you want to censor comics? And I, I don't. And I did respond accurately and with consistency, even though the guy was trying to just be a dick because they didn't even respond to my... I'm like, if someone is a joke police guy, which is what Patton is, he's a joke police guy, then, if you say other people can't joke about certain topics, that means when you joke about a topic, you're endorsing the topic. It's kind of like the, the, the lawsuits that Facebook and Twitter and YouTube are now facing, that if they curate their sites politically, which they do do now, they are now a publication and responsible for what is uh, said. So they would face a trillion dollars in lawsuits. Like, if you're just a, a, a free medium, then... There can be ISIS and pedophiles and, and all this stuff. And it's all good because it's not you. But if you're curating it in any way, you are now responsible for everything said on said platform. So I was responding to him. If someone that's just free free uh, speech comedian does a joke, they can do a joke about anything as long as they respect that other people are allowed to make a joke about anything. And as soon as they start limiting what people can joke about, like, I have a pedophile joke. My, I had a joke that was like, it must be a really big day for a pedophile when he actually buys the van. That's a financial commitment to something many would call a hobby. Right? That's a joke about pedophilia. It's not as creepy as what he did. Granted, I think mine's just written better. 
Like, uh, I have a joke about abortion. It's, uh, again, it's not, the angle's different, but I'm like, abortion's getting so common, it's almost like people are promoting it. I'm like, you see commercials for Planned Parenthood. They have a slogan now. It's like, if he doesn't pull it out, we will. That's a joke about abortion. I'm not saying what topic you can and can't make fun of. I'm saying that if you tell me I can't make fun of a, a bike being stolen from me when I was a child, then when you make fun of uh, pedophilia, that means that you, on some way, uh, are endorsing it or, or like you're cool with it or some shit. It's like, oh, if you can't make fun of uh, race, if someone says, if I make fun of race, I'm a racist. That means if, if you make fun of pedophilia, you're a pedophile. I'm following your own rules. That's it. But it was a good question because it did seem slightly hypocritical of me to call him out. But it was it was him personally. It wasn't comedy. DJ Nee, Owen, you're incredible. Tell these useful morons like John Queer Eye. John Queer Eye, his YouTube channel, Sucky. YouTube.com slash John Neary. Oh, I like John. Get out of here. Is a fag about epic proportions. If you support him, you support the biggest fag in the internet. I happen to like John. I think he's a good man. He's a good dude. He's helped me. He helped me in Buffalo. He's always been very nice. He came to uh, my taping with his beautiful um, wife, who is from Kenya, and I didn't have any good Kenyan stereotypes for her. Uh, but very sweet. She's had malaria four times and uh, explained to me exactly what malaria does to your uh, nervous system, and it was super intense. But that was really funny, though. It was funny what you just did. Oh, John wrote that, Owen. Oh, okay. Oh, John wrote that. Okay, so uh, that's pretty funny. Check out John Neary's YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash John Neary. He's a fag of epic proportions. If you want to uh, if you want to see a gay guy just be as gay as possible, go to his YouTube page, and uh, he will probably, uh, he'll probably do a lot of sucking, probably get fucked by a dude. He's a gay dude. That was pretty. That was really funny, John. Well done. You tricked the bear. Nick West, Techside Bear McBurnett. What do you think about Crowder's video about David Hogg? Uh, I haven't. To be honest, I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it. But I saw what he was when we were working on scripts. I saw what he was writing. I I, I fucking think there's very few things I don't think Crowder's pretty dead on about. Um, simply because he's operating from a pre-thought-out set of values, and in that. That, that literally is the difference between, in my opinion, being right or wrong in so many areas is if you go into a, a situation already knowing who you are, the people that are just so wildly out of control, like I did this hypothetical today, which was uh, if there was a test to see if your child was transgender and uh, and someone realized that their unborn baby would be born trans and they aborted the baby. I was asking leftists, I'm like, is that considered like brave or a hate crime? And these are the questions that, that, that make leftism fall apart because it's like, okay, if you single out someone who will be trans and you kill that person, that's clearly bad. But an abortion is always a woman's right and it's seen as an act of bravery. So which is which? And then when you ask these type of questions, you see that the whole ideology breaks down and there, it, isn't about, it isn't about ethics. It isn't about like, do you think abortion is good or bad? Because like once there's a, a crossover, you see that there isn't any, yeah, I think they'll, they'll still say brave. Oh yeah, they have to still say brave because then they won't be able to abort people with Down syndrome. 
which they're very for. When I say they, I'm not thinking of this small cabal in my head. It isn't a paranoia situation. The Democratic Party, they're talking points. So yeah, it's a they. It's the whole thing now. Uh, they push for third trimester abortions and uh, to legally make it so you can test for Down syndrome, which at most is 40% accurate, by the way, at most. Not saying either way. If, if we found out that our, our unborn child had Down syndrome, of course we would have the child. It's a fucking no-brainer. That's why it's so ironic and infuriating to me when people say that I can't say retarded because Down syndrome exists and retarded has nothing to do with Down syndrome. And I would welcome a child with Down syndrome with open arms. Uh, I know that would probably be more difficult in a lot of ways, but I, I would not judge that human life differently at all. I think that, you know, there'd be a lot of fucking, they're really strong. Dude, retard strength is legit. Like, people with Down syndrome sometimes can just like, ah, they're just legendary. The only way we can take back the government, short civil war, is to push for all incumbents to be voted out of office for at least three to five elections in a row. Yeah, I'm into that. Redicus, the gun debate comes down to one question. Can you cure evil? That's beautiful. Yeah, and who's and, and do you have free will? Free will puts the onus on the individual. Determinism puts it on the objects surrounding the individual, and that's the big uh, that's the big divider in, in human thought. Is do you think the person is responsible for their actions, or do you think it's the uh, the actions are responsible for the person? And that is a big split in America these days, and that pretty much will sum up. Like, does life happen to you or do you happen to life? And people that think life happens to them view someone like me as insane. Uh, and the other way around is, to, like, I'll view those people as insane. Like, legit insane. I'm like, how do you see the same set of data? How do you see the same reality I see and come to that conclusion? Like, that, let's just call it commie a commie. Why not? Oh, I do. I call them commies all the time. Can I be, uh... Let me see here. Uh, where am I? Oh, here we go. Can I be Plucky Bear? Welcome, Plucky Bear. I'm guessing you play the guitar. I want to be verified as Bear Man Mount again. <laughs> Just kidding. How about Eight Bear? Yeah, Eight Bear. Here we go. You had a little bit of honey, but you wanted more honey. walk into your neighbor's cave and take his honey or are you just satisfied with your small amount of honey eight eight mile bear or i'm guessing you're just eight bear like eight for maybe a pool i don't know what that's referring to but i like it i like how you make me think eight bear low bear i run a business with my sister i'm the optimistic delusional one so i love the sketch with your brother that's the type of video that makes you relatable and likable over other comics youtubers thank you I think the ones that make me the most relatable and likable is when I'm screaming into the camera, get God, get a baby, and shut your fucking mouth. Oh, wait, that makes some people think I'm insane. St I stand behind it. But that's awesome. You and your sister sound great. Thank you, ex-traveler. World War I, the Germans stole Belgium's bike to go home. That's so fucking true. The Germans stole Belgium, Belgium's bikes to go home. Uh, the The... Germany's relationship to Belgium in World War I is so fascinating. 
Like how them marching through Belgium is why it became a world war and not just a, a much smaller skirmish. Because Belgium was a neutral country, and so that brought England to the war under certain treaties. World War I was the most ridiculous war. And it was, I still think it's probably the most destructive thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity was World War I. Because we still face it. We, we face so much, like we went off the gold standard for one. Uh, it created literally tens of thousands of years of warfare changed like that. It went from like having a warrior class where there's like these really professional, tough. Er- oh, here's another thing. The aristocracy went to war back in the day. The aristocrats, the kings, the, the, the queens, the, not the queens, but the princes, the noblemen, they all had to fight. So your leaders, even if they were oppressive, still at some level, like put their life on the line for that position. After World War I, it became what was called a meat grinder. Think about all the, the leaders that lost their children in World War I. Teddy Roosevelt, I believe, lost kids in World War II. Just everybody sent their kids to war. That's like what it was, and they all died. And that is what changed everything. That made war more of a, of a uh, working class thing. World War II, people still sent their kids to war. Korea, actors are still going to war. You know, like Hollywood actors are still going to war. Vietnam, you had a little bit. And then after that, it was like now it literally, you will never see, you will never see these guys send their kids to war. Like, like Bill Gates' kid isn't going to war. Like these, kids, these people don't, back in the day, the kings went to war. And, uh, and just how it divided up the Middle East. Listen, I'm a total um, free will guy, but I'm not going to say that there isn't determining factors in certain ways where if you put lines in the sand of tribes that don't see lines in sand uh, and, you mo- and you force tribes to live in close proximity that hate each other, you're going to create a pressure cooker that's never going to stop. And... Uh, and you see that all over the Middle East. You see that in parts of Africa. It's not what the left claims it to be, but it is a definite factor. When you, when you carve lines, it, it, but that's more about a paradigm shift. It's not about evil. It's not the evil Europeans. It's paradigm. It's like, you, like the Europeans thought in terms of like land area because they were farmers that became industrialists. So it's like, this is your area. But when you're sheep herders or nomads or... Uh, hunter-gatherers, you don't conceive of that. You don't think that a nation is this. You think a nation is wherever your flock goes. And there's white people that are like that too, like the Scottish, are very much an honor-based, no-border type people. And that's why they were... It's. I mean, read black, redneck, white liberal. It'll blow your... It'll literally blow your mind. It'll make you see the world in a fascinating way. Garrett Burrow. Love you and your family, Big Bear. Please move to Texas. Well, I I want to. All right, hang on one second. Plenty of beautiful landscapes in the East Texas. No state tax and culture war being waged right here in the capital. And we sure could use your help. See, this is the thing. I feel like Texas is a win already. Like I, I would feel almost like a coward going someplace that I'd fit in so well. Like I want to go someplace where my vote really matters and like I can fight. I don't want to give up ground. Like I don't want to give up area. I don't want to say like, oh, so I took over this area. So I'm going to keep retreating until I'm in Texas. And it's like, cause then I, it's just, we just keep giving up cities. We say, okay, you can have Pittsburgh. No, fuck you. I will buy a Wen house 
I want to spend a lot more time in Texas. I want to move to Texas. Are you kidding me? You don't think I want to go to a place where I'm never banned, where like the people get the jokes, or where I know my neighbors have my back with fucking guns and like goodness and people pray at barbecues and shit. You don't think I love that? Like I love Texas, but part of me thinks it's like a, a, I don't know. I feel like I got to fight places that, that I don't know. There's a lot to think about. It's a real, it's a good problem to have to think, where should I go? Cause it means I have enough resources to be free. But at the same time, it's a fucking crazy thing to think about where it's like, I don't know, man. It's crazy. They're taking down the red states. Uh, Texas is too much about pride, not enough about principle. I don't know, man. I love Texas. Texas is great. We need more pride. We need more pride in our country. We need more pride in our people, in our culture, in, in our freedoms. You know, and it's like, I just don't think Texas is on the chopping block the way, like, other, some of these other states are. Like, New York is fucked. It's done. Even way up here where I live, it's like so many of the people, this county's red. The county next to us is red. The other county's red. But the whole state, we're still dictated by the capital. Uh, yeah, Portland. No, I want to buy a, a warehouse in Portland and do uh, and do comedy there. Portland is so soyed out. And uh, yeah, Colorado, another good culture battleground. Yeah, huge. Colorado would be big. All right, let's read a couple more. I, we're still thinking, you know, it, our decision isn't in sand in stone, but you know, I also have to think about my wife and her family and what she values and how much she sacrificed to be where my family is and the way moms had turned on her. And I want to give her time with her family. You know, there's so much to think about guys. I love Idaho. Part of me wants to move to like Poland. <laughs> All right, love you and your family, Big Bear. Please, oh, I just read that. Better ask the Dutch about stolen bikes. They're still pissed the Germans stole their bikes. I know, Germans stole the Dutch bikes. Gun control is actually lost. People control. Oh, gun, gun control is actually just people control. Very well put. Cooper sees truth. The unthinking left are so brainwashed, they're be begging politicians they admittedly don't trust to use guns and violence to confiscate guns from people not using their guns violently. It's unreal. If you're for... People control. If you're for gun control, it doesn't mean you're against guns. It because the police and the will need guns to get your guns. No one's just gonna knock on the door without a gun. So you're for guns. It's just you're for guns being operated by the largest, most militaristic government that's ever existed in humankind's history. So you're wrong. Ryan Wheelie Bear. There are certain truths in the world, two that I know for sure. If you give an inch of your freedom to government, they'll take a mile, and socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. That's so true. They never give it back. Like for, for example, in Canada, world, uh, in Canada, um, income tax was supposed to last as long as World War One. Hint, hint. They still have it. I'm the legend, your words, not mine, who said, fuck the merit school at your Chicago 930 show. Amazing to get it on film. Can I be Risley Bear? Much love. Thank you, Risley Bear. Yeah, that was, a, that was legendary. I was playing this uh, classical music just to, as a rebellious move 
uh, against because I was banned from merit school, even though I paid them money and was employing their staff to have a great show and I had to find another uh, venue. And, and that's proof that we do find more venues. We do get through this stuff. But that legend, Risley Bear, was like just perfectly clear during the, the thing was like, fuck merit school of music. And the whole crowd was like, yeah, it, it'll it'll give you hope if you feel hopeless today. Hey, Big Bear, celebrating 14-year anniversary to my baby mama today. Beautiful. Uh, congratulations, 14 years is a good run. Got to be verified. Is Bear Wolf taken? If so, Bear Jumper. Be Bear Jumper. Bear Jumper's great. Uh, I wonder what kind of jumping you do. Are you a, a smoke jumper? I have a buddy who's a smoke jumper. I DM'd you a five-minute video called Conservative versus Leftist. I think the Bears will find it interesting. Cool, I'll tweet it. One has a job, the other works all day. One has a job, the other works out all day. Can you guess which is which? Uh, I'm at six string Jedi one. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's the uh, it's the leftist who works all day. Anana Mouse just gave me a little tip. Thank you, buddy. You should get together with Shapiro for a duet. Well, he's he's better at the violin than I'm at the piano. I'm probably better at the piano than him, but I have a feeling that that fucker is unbelievable at the violin. And he, like he's like I play with my dad. We play Brahms. I'm like, oh yeah, your your family is like musical. So is mine, but mine's a little more like musical with a lot of beer. Love these streams and the history lessons keep making me sane during these tax returns, but any chance you can play some Rocket Man? Yeah, man. Mars Bear. Here we go. Rocket Man. And I think it's that's too low. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time A touchdown brings me round, I get too fine I'm not the man I think I am at home Oh no, no, no I'm a rocket man Here's a little bit for you You skipped my super chat, Stephen Hunt Let's find your super chat, Stephen Hunt And if, and if you're lying, your last name only rhymes with Hunt Stephen Hunt, Stephen Hunt, Stephen Hunt. Where is my... Oh, Stephen Hunt. Lesbian Wolverine versus Tranny Bane. Who wins? I answered that, Stephen Hunt. Tranny Bane wins. Because uh, Lesbian Wolverine has uh, coexist stickers on her claws, and they're, and they're dull. And we all know trannies fight viciously because of all the hormones. I would never miss... I would never miss your super chats, uh, Stephen Hunt. Field of Bears, yesterday you had a tirade on courage. My name is Ryan Eugene Field. I live in Templeton, California. Come at me. That's awesome, buddy. Field of Bears. Field of Bears coming in hot. Who are some prolific one-liner comics? Mitch Hedberg is great. Uh, so is Zach Galifianakis. Let me look up one Zach Galifianakis joke that I think you guys would really, really laugh at. Let me see. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> uh, here we go. In one second, guys. You guys might hear something hilarious. It's not, they took it all down. Zach Galifianakis, volleyball in the sand joke. Okay. 
And now it's a video that just says, if you're looking for Zach Alphanakis volleyball on the sand joke, look no further. But it's not him doing it. I have to read it to you because no one has balls. It says, this is one of my favorite racist jokes you can't tell anymore because too many people didn't get it, which is why you can't find it anymore. Hey, idiot, it's not a racist joke. The joke is on him for not understanding words. God, people don't understand what racist means. It's racial. All right, so what does this idiot say? It starts with him confessing that he's used the term sand nigger, then adding that he's never said it about someone from the Middle East. Okay. When I use it, he says, it's get off the sand, nigger. Volleyball is a white man's game. Yeah, I've seen Zach do that no less than a hundred times. But Zach has balls. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not on the internet. It's like removed from the internet. I'm already at Women's Sand Volleyball. Stanford Women's Sand Volleyball inaugural match. Zach Galifianakis stand-up. Zach Galifianakis interviews President Obama. Zach, it's, it's, it's wiped. That's the craziest thing about uh, history is they can wipe it. They just wipe it. It's like, oh, so I've heard Zach Galifianakis say nigger 200 times on, on stage at the Hollywood Improv as all the agents just went like this. Put your dick in my mouth, Zach. It's a funny joke. It's a pun. Like, I'm not criticizing Zach for doing the joke. It's crazy that Bo Burnham did a Nazi school. Yeah, everybody has done these jokes. I'm just not going to pretend that I I didn't witness that and that's not what uh, is reality. It's just, it's so creepy to me. It's just, it's all just a joke. The guy's never owned slaves in his life. All right. So Zach is really good. Like he has, I'll give you some other non-racial one-liners that are really funny. He has one where he, he's, he pretends to wear glasses. He goes, this is my impression of the condescending illiterate. He goes, I've already told you, I can't read. Another one, the forgetful vegan, where he goes, man, this meat lover's pizza is so, oh, fuck. Another one is a lisping gay basher. He's like, all right, guys, time to kill some faggots. That's what made him a legend. Was What made Zach a legend was that he would do actual jokes and not give a shit. And then, same with Tosh. Tosh never let up, though. Tosh still has it. The timid pimp was hilarious. Good call, Matt. Uh, do bears have slaves? No, bears don't have slaves. Slaves are... Uh, Slaves are for, for pussies. Soy boys have slaves. That's one reason why uh, soy boys are so against uh, the N-word. is because they would be the ones owning slaves. I would never own a slave. Are you kidding me? I would feel like such a bitch if someone else did my, my labor. I don't even like hiring people. Like, I don't even like uh, hiring workers. I like to do all my own digging, all my own... Uh, Mowing everything. I don't I would never I would never own a slave. All employees are slaves. Well yeah, I mean I think that, that college creates debt slavery. And I think it's on purpose at this point. A trillion dollars they can't declare bankruptcy. Yeah. I just would never want to uh 
to own a, own a slave. If you're into people being creative and into weapons, check out this dude from Germany on YouTube, Horg Sprav. The dude made an automatic crossbow. That sounds incredible. J-O-E-R-G-S-P-R-A-V-E. Apparently there's a German doing some really, really awesome shit in Germany. Uh, so does that mean I have Owen's allotment for slaves? Yes, Eric. Since everyone is allowed two slaves and I don't want any slaves, you can have four slaves. But the only problem is they still have to be black. So uh, you might feel uncomfortable. That's a bit of a conflict of interest, on buddy. You might, at that point, you know, you might not want to have any of the slaves. <laughs> Dude, you guys' chat up there is so funny. Can I be Chuck Berry? Of course. Keep going hard, brother. I won't stop. Can we bottle piss and call it Trudeau Lager? Yeah, we should call it like face piss beer. And it's just a picture of Justin Trudeau getting just pissed all over his face. Can I be a bear and keep my handles? I like them. Yes, of course. You can do that. You can be a bear without changing your Twitter handle. It's just, uh, we just enjoy it. It just makes it easy to know which bear you're talking to. Because uh, we've been cloned so many times. Like Coddington, man. There's a few of the bears that have been cloned so many times. And Coddington is the nicest dude. He's a, like he's literally a mathematician. And there'll be a clone of Coddington that's like, all bears hate niggers. Owen is a rapist. You know, it's just crazy shit. And then you see the real Coddington just trying to jump in like, this isn't me. This is such bullshit. <laughs> and so they like, they try to make it like uh, that we are, uh, we're this group of hateful people and it's the only argument you have when you don't have an argument. It's just you're full of hate. It's the modern equivalent of in the Middle Ages when the church would say someone was a sinner and never explain it. Uh, I can spot it a mile away and I'm not buying it. Connell Bear. Thanks, buddy. Jengus Bear. My stream dropped right when you said abortion. Coincidence? I think not. Oh, no. I lost 100 right when I said abortion. Fact. I might. It's crazy. It's hilarious. I actually give them credit. They're really good at this shit. Only one leg. Might be Gimpy Bear or Amputeddy. Gimpy Bear. I like Gimpy Bear. Amputeddy's funny, too. I want to roll with the bears is... Let's see what we got here. Is Boo Bear open? Welcome, Boo Bear. Oh, and you're awesome, brother. I sincerely appreciate your fight against authoritarianism and Marxist brainwashing. You should feel pride in being such a great guy and father. You've helped many people. I love you and thank you. Thank you, Pale Rider. For every one of those, I get 10 telling me I'm human garbage. So I, I from the bottom of my heart, appreciate um, that a lot because that's it helps the fight. Like I, I've gotten one negative email in the past month and it was vicious but when people ha take the time to write to me or think about what i'm saying or stuff like that uh it's usually that stuff it's usually like man i thank you for fighting all this stuff but on twitter and in um and other circles apparently that i don't i'm not aware of and in certain print media oh and good news about that new york times writer Turns out he's a, a good dude. He actually watches the streams. I thought he was planning on doing a hit piece on me, and then when he saw how fun the show was, uh, he bailed on me. And then he, because apparently he saw that stream and he texted me. He's like, "No man, I'm I'm down. Let's do some shit." And I was like, "Cool, let's talk." So um, that's really cool. That's uh, that's a good, 
That's a good sign. Because I don't want to be blackballed. I just won't kneel. I won't lie. It's not like I enjoy always being on the fucking outside of like certain stuff. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be part of that, high, that power hierarchy and do a good job. And I was pretty high up it. Like, it's not like I don't want approval of people, but I just, um, I just won't compromise any of my thoughts or beliefs for any power because I, I know that what that leads to is so much worse than I can ever imagine. Hillary's the female version of the modern Rasputin. Let me think. I don't know. I think she's more like Trotsky. She's a political figure. Rasputin, I would say, is more like, uh, who's that like heroin guy? That British guy is like, I know my, it's like, we're all part of the mystics. We're all part of like this mystical thing, man. Russell Brand, I think is more like uh, Rasputin. Yeah. Like Rasputin is a very interesting guy. Let's talk about Rasputin. Yeah, yeah, Russell Brand's like, there really is no thing in the world that we can't do with our mind if you think about it, and like, if you get a, like, why is the capitalist making it so my plane doesn't always take off before your plane, or, I just think that if we all ship in together and give it to the government, we'd all have more toys. He's just fucking retarded, dude. Because it's like Rasputin was the guy, he was the enchanter. He was, uh, he was close to Tsar Nicholas II's wife, Alexandra. No, Alex Alexandra was the daughter. Uh, Anastasia was the daughter. Alexandra was the, uh, was the uh, wife. And they had a child with, uh, with uh, hemophilia who couldn't, who couldn't uh, clot his blood. And, and Rasputin was known as this, like, this figure that, that would just whisper... In the in the nobility's ears and and enchant them. I, mean, I guess he had a lot of or, orgies and he was really into like psychedelics and he never showered and he had long hair and this beard and he was always close to power. He was always close to all these powerful people, but no one really knew what he did. And they couldn't kill him. They kept trying to kill him. And they well, that's like what what the legend is. They the first Ghostbusters with. Uh, with that bad guy where they talked about drawing and quartering him and all that shit. Um, that was based on Rasputin. Like all this mythology. But who knows? This is the thing. Yeah, someone just said the orgies was propaganda. Winston Smith. Hilarious name, by the way, Winston Smith. You know that that's the lead character of 1984. But uh, who knows what the what what is true after the Trotskyites and the Leninites took over. Because they are just the masters of uh, propaganda. So as much as... I don't really know. I, I would have to uh, talk to some real Russian history experts about, about, um, man, Brand is such, is high IQ mauled by heroin. I can see that. He seems smart. That That's true. He seems smart, just really, really damaged. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, when, when it comes to, to propaganda, who knows? Can I be Silk Chance Bear? Welcome, Silk Chance Bear. May I verify as Boo Bear? There already is a Boo Bear. Oh, wait a minute. That's you. Sorry. Welcome, Boo Bear. 
Can I verified as Hebrew bear and YouTube Timothy Oliphant and Conan Quip titled Only D-Bag on Justified. And YouTube Timothy, I will. Okay, Timothy Oliphant and yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, welcome Hebrew bear. And I gotta go pretty soon. I know I said all the time, but I, I'm doing Tom Woods' show today. He's a great libertarian uh, guy with a great podcast at Tom Woods Show. Great guy. Disappearing bear. Down syndrome came up on our first child, and the doctor's attitude was abort if the child dies. No big deal. Was pissed off. Can I be disappearing bear? Welcome, disappearing bear. What happened? How's your kid? I'm obviously you didn't abort the kid. What? Uh, how's your kid? Good kid. Oh, open stuff. I'll open stuff. I just want to see what disappearing says. Oh well, he's with uh, he's with my wife. He's with Amy. He's with his mama. Great kid, right? Yeah, don't abort your kid. Uh, all right. Cowboy Bear here. Why don't you jump into the Discord and we can chat with you during the live streams? Oh, it's too much. I have a hard enough time dealing with uh, this, but that sounds exciting. I'll also go to Tennessee. I'll build a compound with you. That sounds awesome. Tennessee's on the list for sure. Landon, read Intellectuals and Society by Thomas Sowell. Also, I got my pit ticket coming up from North Carolina. Hell yeah, Landon. No, just skydiving. No, if you smoke jumpers and pilots, though, those guys are awesome. Awesome. I love it. Welcome. Hey, uh, Owen, do you have sheet music or tabs for Soy Boy? I'll, I, can just I'll, I can just tell you the chords. Uh, I want to do a guitar cover. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, thank you, Mr. Mercal. That was very generous of you. Hey, another Brazilian fan here. Thanks for entertainment during my long days at work. Also, could I ask for your new special with the Super Chat? It's easier to pay here instead of using an international card. Absolutely. Uh, please DM me right now on Twitter uh, with the first few words saying Brazilian bear here. And I will get you a copy of the special. Thank you very much. And uh, also, much love, Brazil. I know you guys are going through some tough times right now. Check out Sargon's most recent video thumbnail. Okay, I will. California may be in play. Many California counties suing states over sanctuary BS. We love you in Cali. Still the bear flag state. Looking forward to Brea. Yeah, Cali could go back. I'm inappropriate introvert. Call me inward bear. Welcome, introvert bear. Still squealing from the Easter pick of you and Wally. That's a great pick. Left hits new levels of unimaginable regard, retard, is it regard? I would say retard, but regard might be better. Every day, saw idiots whining at uh, BMW producing material for Nazis during World War II and demanding an apology. <laughs> Hilarious. All their dads drive BMWs, by the way. Oh, yeah, and Volkswagens, by the way, Volkswagen. And uh, Hugo Boss. It's like everyone has blood on their hands for all of humankind. That's, that's part of what original sin means. But people are so fucking short-sighted, they don't understand what a lot of the biblical things even mean. They're just like, mm. Own you rock, I'm punk drummer. Can I be Fast Hands Bear? Of course. Welcome, Fast Hands Bear. Aggressive Express, we're conspiracy punk rock. Check us out. That's hilarious. Aggressive Express. Uh, found you on JBP in the worst... Found you and JBP in the worst year of my life. Gave me strength to overcome an abusive, cheating wife. Saved my biz and my three kids' life. I could be, dude, that's, that's Eminem. Gave me strength to overcome an abusive, cheating wife. Save my biz, my three kids' life. I want to be Boulder Bear since I fight commies in Boulder Co. Welcome, Boulder Bear. Montana Wild Bear. I've been reading a lot, and I can recognize patterns that lead to genocide. My wife isn't quite there. She thinks I'm nuts. Advice? All wives think their husbands are nuts. It's fine. Just keep looking for patterns and telling the bears about them. 
Tell me about the patterns you see, because I don't think you're nuts. I see the I see a lot of patterns myself. Keep on keeping on. Thank you, brother. All right, so I'm gonna open something and then maybe play a song and then I'm gonna bounce. Right, what we got here? Of course, this is the Scottish knife from Nikki Bronco. All right, all right, all right. Uh, which one's this? Make sure I don't show any addresses. This is from Matt Horner from Texas, baby. Mr. Owen Benjamin. Ah, come on, baby. buddy what we got here koala bear <laughs> that's awesome dude and a rabbit all right those join I'm, I'm gonna have to keep those away from george thank you dude that's super nice of you i appreciate you man koala bear and rabbit uh this is from uh i don't know i have no idea i'll just open it Oh, this is from Albuquerque. It doesn't have a name on it, though. Dear Owen, if for any reason this little window into your world ever closes, I want you to know that you've inspired this old man, born in 63, to put my money where my mouth is. I'm on a quest to feed the communities. I'm a part of starving the pinko commie useful idiots that I currently support. I know you've been flooded with gifts from the bear community, but enclosed a few things I think you'll enjoy. Right, let's start off. The People's Cube is a reminder to where socialism weeds to those it doesn't kill. It can be likened to carrying a 100-pound sack of wet salt from one side of the concentration camp to the other all day. It's mind-numbing and soul-crushing. The book is in the spirit of other people knowing something you don't. It helped me keep my sanity when public school was trying to force my square-peg kids through its bloody round holes. Great. I love that. In it, I discovered evidence of what I could already feel in my bones. Not confirmation bias, but confirmation that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't me that was crazy. I hope you like the shirt. If you don't want to display a picture of a commie thug, feel free to toss it in a fire. I got double XL because I figured that's what giants wear. If it's too big, just let Amy shrink it in the wash. And uh, for once, you'll have an excuse to not beat her for <laughs> once you'll have an excuse to not beat her for screwing up. That's hysterical. The last thing I've enclosed is immaterial. It's a brief autobiography. I realized you're overwhelmed with stuff, so you may never get, get to it. If you can't read it now, my hope is that you will someday, and it will give others a nudge to keep going. If I could do that, I would have returned the favor that you've done for others. The imma uh, immaterial things we give to one another are priceless. Give Amy and Walter a hug for me. F-W-I-W. -I, I like Wolfgang Jack for the new kid. Thank. Oh, yeah. There are already so many Jacks, but how many Wolfgangs are there? You can always call him Jack if Wolfgang becomes problematic. I love you, bro. No homo. I'll leave you with these words my dad left me whenever we parted ways. Don't let the bastards get you down. Wow, I love that. Sincerely, Martin. Not my real name, duh. Can't risk losing my job. A.K.A. Grumpy Old Bear. I love you, Grumpy Old Bear. You're the best. The People's Cube. Oh my God, this is genius. You guys see what this is? It's the people's cube. All roads lead to red. That is powerful, dude. Look at that. The people's cube. Because it's funny, too. And it makes its point so well. Wow. I love this, dude. 
What does D-O-U mean? Does anyone know what D-O-U means? Dead. What does D-O-U mean? Douche. Oh, douche. Oh, douche. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, because his name's Jay. Oh, speaking of uh, uh, the history of America, American... Uh, School, A Different Kind of Teacher, Solving the Crisis of American Schooling by John Gatto. I will read that. And then I have I have his bio. I will read that. I think that guy's fascinating. Douche is so great. Bears just keep on delivering. Oh, dude. That's why I... That's another reason why it's, it's really tough to get me down. Because I like the, the people we attract to the bear community are mind-blowingly cool, honorable, uh, just great people of all walks of life. So people can say all they want. I've been to a Amy Schumer concert, and it's just a bunch of drunk whores. Texas Compound Black Bear Resort. Canabear has my video. Love it. Yeah, Canabear. Let's let's do some shit, man. Let's do let's 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 all work together. Let's make something great. Kangaroo. Thank you. Big fan. Love your stuff. Can I be Humphrey Bear? It is actually my dog's name. Can't wait to see you in Minneapolis. Welcome, hum Humphrey Bear. Also, hugepianist.com for uh, my road dates. The, the venues aren't listed, but um, they're all on. So it's all good. And then my new special. All right, so these are the chords to Soy Boy, and then I'll get out of here. G. There is a man who's afraid of dairy. B minor. And then C. He's proud of the fact his balls never got... Harry, that's D major. Uh, on his driver's license, his gender, G again, just says other. B minor, and then C, his best and his only friend was and still is his, his lesbian mother, D. And then he can't give the D a G though, because he's got low T, B, B minor. Trump tweets give him PTSD, C. And he thinks all guys should sit to P, D. He's a BuzzFeed foodie blogger, G. Which means he's unemployed, B minor, C. And he's always pissy and a bit bitchy, cause D is bloated from soy. And then E minor, he's a soy boy, C major, he's so annoyed. G major, he's a soy boy, D major, he feels no joy. Repeat, a weak chin and soft hands and a lot of demands, he's got mammary glands. Repeat again, E minor. He says his cat is trans, C major, cause of all that soy, G major. He's a soy boy, and then D. And he's awful to be around, back to E, and then go through it again. And he's awful to be around, go through it again, get the people going. And then back to the original one, G. He thinks Sean King is black, and Caitlyn, D minor, Jenner is a brave and beautiful chick. His ankles are thick, C, and he says stuff like Colin Kaepernick should have been a first round pick. Uh, and then back to G. Um, his invisible best friends are all black, B minor, and then throw in, I got your back, Jamarcus. And then C, uh, he thinks differing opinions are attacks, D, and even Alexa and Siri won't call him back. What's up, girls? And then uh, back to G. He's an ally to women. 
when he's marching in the streets. B minor, but be careful, ladies. He's Hillary on Facebook, but he's Bill in the sheets. And then E minor, he's a soy boy. C major, he's so annoyed. G major, he's a soy boy. D, he feels no joy. And then you go off the res a little bit. E minor, his opinions are soy. C, his 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 odor is soy. G, he's soy sized Allow them to laugh a little because they will laugh at that. He's soy sized and he's always pissed. D, back to E minor, because he's a socialist. And then back to C, and he's awful. To be around E minor, C, G, D, awful to be around. That's that. Oh, right, I'm gonna get out of here. Oh wow, someone just gave me a big old super chat. Thank you, buddy. Keep up the good fight, Owen. Thanks, Blake. That was a monster ending. Good for you. That felt good for me. Owen and I are the only people that teach each other how to do our jokes. Haha, that's hilarious, Eric. We are. I, I'm all about it. It's like uh, if people are like friends with me and like like me and want to spread the shit. Like this one guy was like, I'm doing a public speech thing for my. Class, can I use some of your jokes? Because my teacher is a soy boy. I'm like, yeah, give him a heart attack. Fucking do it. Now, if it's like some comic about to go on Comedy Central, if you do my joke, I'll fucking be in your driveway. Uh, but if you're like one of the bears, dude, crush it. All right, so hit the like button. Uh, follow uh, John. Follow Eric. Follow whoever else I plug down here. Because following each other is big. We have to build a community. It's not. This is not centralized. This is not about me. I'm a good central point, but supporting each other's uh, endeavors is the key to fucking solving this shit. Uh, Speaking at my kid's school next week, can I use your nigger joke? Yeah, or Zach Galifianakis's and then just say, well, he's friends with Obama, so he said I could do it. (laughs) By the way, George is doing awesome. Iceman, thank you, buddy. So, uh, yeah, my new special, hugepianist.com and uh, road dates. All cities are intact. It's just different venues that I'm not saying right away. Spread it, spread it, spread it. And subscribe to the subscribe to my channel. Hit the notification bell because uh, it, it gets us around a lot of shadow banning. And support each other. And have a great day. Seriously. And I'm on uh, Beauty and the Beta this week. I just uh, recorded with uh, Matt Christensen yesterday. It was a great conversation. Then in about an hour, I'll be on Tom Woods recording. And then I will be at the Brea Improv soon. And I'm going to do Nick DiPaolo show soon. I'm going to be on Legion of the Skanks again. And uh, part of the problem with Smith again. Because I haven't really done that much press for my special. I just have kind of... I just did Rogan and then kind of had PTSD from it for like a week. Uh, because uh, Kirk is fucking insane. But uh, yeah, much love. Thanks for all the support. And yeah, I think Eric is streaming tonight. Is Nimmer st- streaming? Um, all right. Much love, everybody.